just got to rock out to that song, don't you? You just got to do it, friends. You just got to do it. <clears throat> My name is DC Matthews at the DC Matthews, and welcome back to Hoss Fight. Been a little while, been a week or two. Uh, the wrestling demania happened, um, and a whole lot of things have happened, actually. Uh, since last we spoke. I don't know if any of them will have any bearing on today's episode, uh, but the winner of last episode, Braun Breaker, lost and then won the NXT title uh, since we last spoke. So he's had himself a bit of a few weeks, uh, watched his dad and uncle get inducted into the Hall of Fame, um, <clears throat> watched some people get called up to the main roster, uh, interestingly enough. You know, I was ready for a Braun Breaker Gunther program. I don't know that we're going to get that. Maybe just a one-off match. Um, but yeah, it's been a little while. Hope you are well. Hope those you love are doing well, as always. Uh, the urge to do this tournament has waned. Um, and only because I got interested in other things. Uh, no other tournaments, no other audio audio projects. Uh, with the exception of the weekly uh, podcast with Doc, I have not felt the need to podcast. Uh, in fact, let me just come right out and say it. Uh, can't say I'm feeling incredibly like doing this now, but I know I need to finish because it's one of those things. And, and let me know if you've ever been here. You're in the middle of something and you stop. Something gets in the way. It's not your, you know, you have to take a break. Your kind of, you know, situation, circumstances force you uh, to take a bit of a break. And you lose a little bit of the motivation. And you have that point where you go, okay, if I don't get back into it now, I'm just not gonna. That's how I felt today. If I don't record this podcast now and keep us moving towards the end of Hoss Fight, it's never going to get finished. I'll just stop recording and I'll move on to another tournament or I'll just stop. You know, I'll talk about the nine, the comic books from 93, 94 I've been reading. I'll talk about the, you know, YouTube videos I'll be watching. I'll talk about uh, my new favorite wrestler, Will Yuta, the man wrote BCC for Blackpool Combat Club on his chest in his own blood. The man is an icon. Uh, so let's get into it, all right? Let's summon from the summoning place the, the interesting. I am sure as soon as I see the names, I didn't pay attention much to what the names were going to be on this episode, but I have a feeling that as soon as I get into it, I'll start to feel the flow again. We'll have a good time, and then before we know it, we'll have finished the whole damn season, and we will know the hossiest hoss to have ever hossed. I'm ready. You are ready. Let's begin right at the four-minute mark. Boom. 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 I'm Tony D'Angelo. Boom. I'm the Don. Still haven't watched. Still haven't watched. I saw that match, though, but regardless. Uh, our first name is Stevie Ray. Of Harlem Heat kicking off with a meh. Stevie Ray and his slapjack. Uh, I said it before, I'll say it again. Better, I enjoyed him more on commentary than as a wrestler. And there are some people, Corey Graves, who that totally works for, but it doesn't make me super inclined uh, to have you as part uh, of this tournament. Let's see who you're taking on. You're taking on Eric of the Viking Raiders. Is this the time? Have we done Ivar yet? Are we going to get, are Eric and Ivar going to both be in this tournament? I don't remember. I don't remember where we ranked them. It's possible that Ivar was ranked a little bit higher, but I'm giving the win to Eric. I'm giving the win to Ray Rowe. Uh, I think it is a little ridiculous. Well, okay. The list of people that you could not get onto a two- Night WrestleMania. 
uh, begins with Finn Balor, of course. Uh, but the Viking Raiders, you couldn't have found a place for them. You know, I'm listening at the moment. I was out uh, doing a little cooking and running some errands and putting gas in the car. And I have in my ear Jeremy and Glenn and Brent uh, doing their sort of WrestleMania recap. And Jeremy brought up a great point that I've, I've thought long and hard. I don't know why anyone watches the pre-show. I don't know why anyone watches the pre-show. Because all you're doing is setting yourself up to get bored when they show the exact same segments on the main show. Uh, an interesting project. Let me pull an index card here. An interesting project. WrestleMania. Match time compared to card length. If we go back to WrestleMania 3, how long was that pay-per-view from start to finish? How many matches and how much actual in-ring time was there? And then compare that to 13. And then compare that to 25. And then compare that to this, week, this year's WrestleMania. Because you had two nights, and I bet the ring time wasn't that much different than other times. So there's a little statistics project that I might noodle with. All right. Uh, you, you could have found a place for the Viking Raiders, even if you just had the Andre Battle Royal during one of the pre-shows. I don't... <clears throat> You've turned... And this is what this episode's going to be, folks, because since I'm not necessarily feeling hoss fight, I'm going to go on tangents. Just be warned. You, you have turned... I like the two-night mania. I do. But you have turned a Friday night SmackDown into Sunday night heat. That's what you've done. Um, the Friday night SmackDown is now the Sunday night heat. It's where all the people who couldn't wrestle at WrestleMania, now get to wrestle. And it's part of the weekend, so it counts, except we all know that it doesn't. Um, I don't necessarily need 15 multi-man matches. But you could have figured something out. You could have cut some of those recap segments. You could have cut some of the fluff. And you could have squeezed in a, a six-minute... Viking Raiders versus, insert, whoever. Uh, Apollo Crews and Commander Aziz. You could have squeezed that in. You could have squeezed in a nine-minute Finn Balor-Ricochet match. If, if Roman Reigns is ordering the Usos to unify the titles, we know where this is going. We know where this is going. We're going to have one champion. And that's fine. I'm all for having one champion. It makes the show better. But you couldn't have had Finn Balor wrestle Ricochet, and all of a sudden, you know, at the last minute, Vince comes out and says, oh, by the way, both titles are on the line. You couldn't have given them 10 minutes somewhere on the two nights. I'm going to stop myself. <laughs> We're five minutes into when I started the tournament. We've done one match. I'm just saying, time management is a problem across the board in the WWE. Eric wins. Stevie Ray goes into the consolations. Next up, Powerhouse Hobbs taking on... <laughs> now that's a match I'd like to see. Uh, Pierre Carl Willette, PCO. Powerhouse Hobbs versus PCO. We could, we could feasibly get that match. There's a world in which PCO makes a couple of appearances in AEW. There's a world in which, for some reason, he goes up against Team Taz. We could get Hobbs versus PCO. Um, I've watched more AEW in the last month than I've watched before. I don't know that Powerhouse Hobbs has had a match that I've seen in that time. Um, I think a match with him against Keith Lee is good. I'm excited for that. But if you give me a choice, I'm watching the Pierre Carl Willette match. And so 
apologies to powerhouse Hobbs, but you're losing to the crazy man known as Pierre Carl Ouellette. Uh, he was a pirate, and you know how I feel about pirates. So, the win goes to Jean-Pierre Lafitte. Sean O'Hare. Oh, Sean. Oh, 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 okay, I'm in, friends. I'm in, friends. Remember how I said I wasn't in? I'm in. I'm in now. Sean O'Hare versus Dijak. Sean O'Hare versus Dominic Dijakovic. Sean O'Hare versus T-Bar. I don't care. Give me this right now. Put it in my veins. Sean O'Hare versus Dijak. What a fantastic match this would be. Uh, What a clear winner we have. And it's Sean O'Hare. I enjoy Dijak. It makes all the sense in the world to put him with Damian Priest and Edge. You want to throw Ray Ripley in there too? Great. He's big. He's lanky. He's Edge-like. He would look great in the black suit. Let him take the stupid mask off or the face paint off. Whether it's Dijak and Priest as a tag team, which would be fantastic. Or whether Dijak, maybe he doesn't wrestle as often. Maybe he's, you build him up as a monster sort of bodyguard for Priest and Edge. I don't care. But that's a better way of using him than wrestling on main event all the time and having to tweet out his own, hey, this match was good. Hey, I wrestled Shelton Benjamin and it was really good. Please come watch. Anyways, put Dijak with Edge. Uh, but you're losing. Sorry, you're losing to uh, to Sean O'Hare because we all know how I feel about Sean O'Hare. He's great. Albert versus uh, Manabu Nakanishi, a.k.a. Kurosawa. Uh, that match also would be great, especially considering Albert's uh, run in New Japan is Giant Bernard. I don't know if they ever crossed paths, but they may have. Um, I don't want to go in and start looking up Nakanishi's bona fides. I know he has plenty. Um, I know he has more than Albert. We all know that this is an this is an American tournament just because of the nature of my wrestling watching so i'm giving the win to albert um you know part of that is because he became matt bloom and was a great coach at the performance center still is i'm assuming um and part of it's just because you know he had a good run the stuff i'm watching in uh 0102 isn't bad ignoring kind of the hip-hop hippo or whatever they called him um with scotty too hottie like he had a good he had a good run I think I'm heading, eventually, uh, I think I'm gearing up. I'm in, you know, kind of May, June 2002. I think the 2003 Taker matches, uh, Albert, Nathan Jones is in there somewhere, like that craptacular thing that I'm really excited to watch. So, you know, I'll give the win to Albert. Albert versus Sean O'Hare should be fun. Bob, you can't. As if I wasn't already in. As if I wasn't already in and back into the joy of Hoss fight. Fate. Fate. Lays a hand on me and says, welcome back. You were right to sit down and do this. This was the right time. Because our matchup now is Bull Buchanan versus Bull Dempsey. A battle of the bulls. I I literally have a bit of that like shiver that you get when something magical happens. Oh, the battle of the bulls. Oh man. What a great day. What a great day it is <clears throat> to be doing this with you. I'm back in. I'm all the way back in. Uh, Bull Buchanan versus Bull Dempsey. What a hoss fight. Goon Magoof. Bull Fit. B2. B squared. Uh, Bull Buchanan is the better athlete. Let's just get that right out of the way now. Bull Buchanan ran up of the ropes and did moves that Bull Dempsey never would bother to do. But Bull Dempsey, I shall submit to you, is the better hoss. The reason I loved Bull Dempsey 
in the early days of NXT is because he wasn't the modern day Hoss. He wasn't your Keith Lee. He wasn't doing moves that a big guy has no reason doing. He was your Bam Bam Bigelow. Now, to be fair, Bam Bam Bigelow was doing moves no Hoss should be doing. Uh, he was he was in your face. I'm going to hit you. I'm going to hit some old school moves. Maybe I'll come off the top rope, but it's not going to be with a moonsault. Maybe I'll sit on you. Maybe I'll hit a splash of some kind. He, to me, was a throwback hoss that I loved and still love, and Bull Dempsey's winning. I'm not saying he's going to win the whole page because there's a lot of good talent on this uh, tournament already, and we've got more to come. But he was real good. And then he did wrestle silly, and I was in heaven. I was in heaven to have that guy be able to do that stuff. That's all I ever wanted. <sighs> Life is good, friends. Let's see what our next match is. Mike Enos, mean Mike Enos, and Dick Murdoch. Talk about a classic hoss fight. Uh, I don't know enough about Dick Murdoch. I've come right out and said that before. Um, he, again, his resume runs laps around Mike Enos. Uh, and while I gave Albert the win, despite his resume not looking as good as Nakanishi, in this instance, I will give Dick Murdoch the win over Mean Mike, a.k.a. Blake Beverly, Bo Beverly. I can never remember which Beverly is which. If it had been Bo Beverly, I'd have fallen out of my chair. Uh, but he's wrestling Bull Dempsey. Dick Murdoch's not going to beat Bull Dempsey. I don't care who you are. I don't care if you're a Texas outlaw. I don't care if you're Dusty Rhodes yourself. In my world, Dick Murdoch does not beat Bull Dempsey. Thank you. Have a nice day. Let's move on. Vladimir Kozlov, L.A. Park. What an interesting matchup that is. Uh, I still don't know if I've ever seen a Kozlov match that was in such the perfect lost years you know what I mean like that was really I was really not watching wrestling I was living with my wife we hadn't gotten married yet let me make sure I know when did Vladimir Kozlov wrestle um, I know he won with Santino Morella that that helps a little bit yep I thought exactly this is what it was 2008 to 2011 okay what was DC Matthews doing in 2008 to 2011 uh, my wife and I had been living together for about a year. Um, we knew we were going to get married. It was just a matter of when we felt we were ready and how we were going to do. We got engaged in the summer slash winter of 2009. There's a story behind that that I'm sure I've told. Um, I was starting the job I have now, my first year in, the, in that school that I currently work in was 2008. So I had a lot going on. I was, I was, and then we got married in 2011. So you want to talk about all the stuff we had going on. I was getting, I was picking out rings. We were living together. We were planning a wedding. We were planning our future. I was learning how to be a, a teacher of littles. I had taught mediums up until then. I had no idea how to teach littles. Um, yeah, wrestling, I was, I was keeping up with it online. Twitter wasn't around yet. The network wasn't around yet. I knew who Vladimir Kozlov was. Probably have never seen him wrestle. I've seen LA Park and I've seen La Parka and I like them both. So he wins. What a weird way of going about <laughs> talking about Vladimir Kozlov for four minutes and then making him lose. Uh, but I like LA Park. Uh, apparently... I read something that he and his son or something were fired for from MLW for some reason. I don't know the story. I haven't watched MLW in ages. You kind of forgot about MLW. Is Jacob Fatu still around? We don't know. Or at least I don't. Let's move on. Nikolai Volkov and Ken Patera. Straight out of the 80s. Nikolai Volkov and Ken Patera. A great classic match. Um, if I have Patera win, we get Volkov versus Kozlov, which is fun to say, and then we get Patera versus Park, which is alliterative, alliteratively fun to say, but 
but I can't. I can't have Ken Patera win. I've watched very few matches of Ken Patera. Um, I know the story, throwing something through a fast food window, but you got to love Nikolai Volkov. Whether he was singing or being a heel or being the, you know, sort of foreign baby face who has to be a heel because he needs money for his family, but you love him. I like Nikolai Volkov. I do. So I'm giving him the win over Ken Patera. Apologies to the Ken Patera fans out there. Oh, ooh, a modern day match we could get anytime. Both guys on the same brand. Otis and Damian Priest. What a great match that would be. Um, I'm loving Otis with uh, Alpha Academy. Fun tangent. I have mentioned that there is uh, one student specifically who is really into wrestling in my classroom. Uh, sort of my pet project because, A, he needs a lot of work in certain areas, and B, he's an only child who behaves, I am sure, much how I behaved when I was a kid. Um, the only difference is I had very overprotective, strict parents. He does not. But uh, over the last week, we started doing the shoosh, the Chad Gable shushing, uh, which was a very funny thing to do for a bit until he told me it's kind of not funny anymore. <laughs> I went, yeah, you're probably right. Uh, but I love it. I love that Otis can be this guy after being the guy he was for so long and having the weirdest money in the bank cash, like, when ever. Um, and I think he's hossier than Damian Priest. You know, Damian Priest floundered for a while. Um, there is a lot of reason to be optimistic now because whatever happened, however long this goes, and hopefully it goes for a while, uh, right now if you had to pick who is going to retire Edge, the likely name is Damian Priest, don't you think? Isn't he have to be the one, you know, they're, they're good allies for a while, but then Edge gets a little bit, you know, more controlling or more abusive and starts to limit Damian Priest and Damian Priest is becoming popular and then eventually Damian turns on his mentor and becomes the babyface and it sets up, you know, a mania match, whether it's next year or the year after and, you know, he retires him. That's the story as far as I can see right now. Um, but we've said this whole time you can't grade potential. But don't you have to in this case? Like, they're both hosses. They're both currently, you know... I, I can see a world in which Priest becomes a main eventer better than I can see a world in which Otis does. Uh, this, to me... Otis and his real-life best friend, Chad Gable, um, winning tag titles, I don't think they're ever going to turn on each other. I don't think that's going to be something unless eventually we want the happy, you know, bulldozer to come back. Um, but, you know... It's hard for me to see Otis mounting a serious challenge for a universal title. Um, but you can't grade potential. I've been saying that for a long time. I think it's got to be Priest. I think it's got to be Priest, but it's a tougher decision than I thought it was. Two, four, six, eight, ten, twelve, fourteen, sixteen. Oh, goodness. Am I going to run out of room? I'm, oh, no. Wait a second. Uh oh. Hold on. Hold. Okay, so I've made a mistake, but it's fixable. For some reason, I started with the name that was in row 14, not row 1. <laughs> so Stevie Ray is in row 14. And then I went all the way through down to the bottom. Now, what that will mean in order to save it is I'll just, our next name is Lance Cade. And then we'll go to the top. It's actually kind of a fun way to do it. I don't know why I didn't do this before. Um, it would add extra level of randomness to it. So Lance Cade is going to go take on our top name, which is Jerry Sags of the Nasty Boys, and then we'll keep going. All right. Momentary freak out that I made a mistake. Not a big deal. Uh, <clears throat> as, I, as I've taught my children um, for many years, this is a big problem, little problem. Or in Spanish, since we're trying to incorporate more Spanish, since we have... Well, they actually did this. Grande, ooh, or e? No, that's and. Ooh, that's French. Uh, grande or 
pequeño. This is a very pequeño problem. Uh, Lance Cade versus Jerry Sags. Good matchup. Um, and Lance Cade, another guy, totally missed. Um, missed completely. Uh, died way too soon. But it's got to be Jerry Sags. I don't even think we need to spend a lot of time talking about that. Um, Jerry Sags, I think, has to win that. All right. Chris Hero and Mantar. It just keeps getting better, friends. Chris Hero and Mantar. Chip, you don't listen. I know you don't listen, Chip, and that's okay. I don't need um, you to listen to the show for me to love you dearly. Um, we have met on at least two different occasions, uh, and I have enjoyed your company immensely both times. We should do a podcast together soon. Um, but you're, you would hate this because you, last I checked, big Chris Hero fan. But you know I both don't care much for Chris Hero and I love Mantar. So you know where this may, 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 may be going. And you would not be happy. But you make me happy. So I should give Chris Hero the win just for you, but I'm not gonna, at least just not for you. Chris Hero should win this. Um, career was longer. Career was better. The accolades are good. Uh, Mantar's career, while, while he burned so bright, it was, it was a shooting star. And then it was gone. And then he was Bruiser Mastino or Tank as part of the um, Truth Commission. So I'm going to give the win to Chris Hero, even though that's not what my heart wants. But it is the right answer. Why Chris Hero hasn't shown up in AEW yet, I don't know. Or Impact or anywhere else. Like, I expected him to go somewhere. Interesting that he hasn't. All right. I did see one name as I was moving some things over and trying to get this ready. I saw one name, and I saw the name and said, that's probably the guy to win this. And it's the man known as Umaga. Uh, you know, I know we've talked about this on a previous episode. Um, Umaga was supposed to be a huge deal. He was supposed to be a huge, huge deal. It didn't happen. I think a lot of that is his fault. But just talent-wise, compared to a lot of these names, Umaga's clearly at the top. Now, he's wrestling Danny Spivey. He's wrestling Waylon Mercy. Fantastic match. I would pay all the money in my wallet, which is considerable. I went to an ATM um, to watch Umaga versus Waylon Mercy. Uh, Umaga's got to win, I think. Uh, but I, you know... Now that I actually know all of the names, or I'm learning all of the names, it's harder for me to say that Umaga's a shoe-in to win. Uh, I think he'll go far. I don't know if he'll win. Oh, my God. We're half an hour in, and I haven't even finished the first round. Okay, I'm not going to rush. I'm not going to rush. I'm not going to rush. But holy poop. Smash versus Dexter Loomis. Another match I would happily watch. Barry Darso versus Dexter Loomis. What in the hell is going on with Dexter Loomis? Nobody knows. Uh, I, I said it before in a, in a show that I recorded after Stand and Deliver. Um, I was a little uh, cold medicine doubt, so I apologize if I didn't make any sense. Uh, Stand and Deliver, while a good show didn't make me want to watch NXT. There's too much fluff, and it's sophomoric, and the piece of business guys say horny, which is a word that makes me uncomfortable. It's the only time I'm going to use that word on this show. But that doesn't make me want to watch. And I know that Pretty Deadly's there, and they're going to fight the Creed Brothers, and that's going to be amazing. And I know that MSK is not there. And while the reason that they're not there sucks, the reason sucks, yes. Well, actually, no. I'm going to go on another tangent here. Well, let, me, let, me, let me sum up. Should Nash Carter have ever taken a Hitler picture? Absolutely not. That alone is worth him being fired. 100% agree with that. But was that the actual reason he got fired? I don't think so. I think 
the allegations and the social media backlash was enough for them to need a reason to fire him, and he, like an idiot, had one. I am sure if they looked, they could find some tweet or some picture or some something on a lot of the guys and gals on that roster that would be worthy of dismissal, violating an ethics clause or whatever they have in their contracts. Um, Do I believe that Nash Carter uh, was physically abusive to Kimberly? I honestly don't know. Um, It doesn't seem like she was super credible and now she's deactivated Twitter, which doesn't necessarily mean anything, but it doesn't look good for her either. But while I didn't enjoy MSK, you don't want to see anybody lose their job, although he did do something stupid. And why Wesley doesn't immediately join up with Carmelo Hayes and Trick Williams. Wesley and Trick Williams as a tag team would be real good. Let me just say that. Uh, Smash beats Dexter Loomis. We don't have to say anything more. Uh, Davy Boy Smith Jr. and Rampage Brown. Another fantastic match. I have no idea what happened with Davy Boy Smith Jr. He was employed. He was going to come back. He was. We, we were expecting him in NXT UK. There were thoughts that maybe he could be the person to beat Walter. And he never showed up. And then he got fired. What a weird thing. What a weird thing to have happened. Um, I missed most of Davey Boy Smith Jr. I've seen more of him as part of Killer Elite Squad than anything he ever did in WWE. Um, And I like Rampage Brown. Plus, you know, the idea that we get a match between a guy named Smash and a guy named Rampage is pretty fun. Interesting, though, is his name still Rampage Brown? Isn't that... Yeah, that's the Friday Night AEW show. Now, granted, Rampage Brown had the name first, but... I would wonder whether or not they would want to change that. Okay. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. We have two more matches. Oh, my goodness. Savio Vega, Balls Mahoney. Interesting match. I don't want to talk about it a lot. Vega wins. That's all we need to say. Bob Orton, Cowboy Bob Orton, and Bad Luck Fale. I've watched more Bob Orton in the last two months thanks to getting back into some of the older wrestling. Um, he's real good. There's times I watch him do something and I go, oh, that's where Randy got that. Like that, that had some Randy Orton to it. Uh, so Orton's going to beat Bad Luck Folly. All right, our first round is done. We're 33 minutes in. Uh, I, I'm really going to try not to rush because I don't think a rushed tournament... Um, is good for anybody, but I do want to respect your time. Um, your time is, is special and sacred, and the fact that you're giving me any of it is very much appreciated. So let us uh, expediently, we won't rush, but we shall be focused in doing our uh, second round. Powerhouse Hobbs beats Stevie Ray. He is that good. Um Nakanishi should beat Dijak. He should. And he will. Uh, Dijak, again, we can't grade potential, and his NXT slash WWE career has been underwhelming, to say the least. I hope for better. Oh, I like Bull Buchanan less then I like Mike Enos, so I'm giving Mike Enos the win. Uh, I will give Ken Patera the win over Vladimir Kozlov, so I don't get yelled at in the inner circle chat. Uh, I think Otis beats Lance Cade, as good as Lance Cade was, and he was good. I like Otis better. Mantar and Waylon Mercy. Oh, sweet, googly moogly, that's not fair. Uh, Waylon, Danny Spivey had a better career than Mantar. So, as much as we love Mantar, and we do, we have to be legitimate here with this. Danny Spivey clearly had the better career. Oh, how you've fallen, Dexter Loomis. Oh, how you've fallen. You're losing to Davy Boy Smith Jr., which is not a 
disrespectful thing to say. Davy Boy Smith deserves that win, but I had hoped for better from Dexter Loomis. Uh, and I will give Bad Luck Fale the win over Balls Mahoney. I don't dislike Balls Mahoney, but clearly, you know, taking on Bob Orton and then Bad Luck Fale, you should lose both of those matches, I think. Double losers bracket. Dijak beats Stevie Ray. Bull Buchanan beats Vladimir Kozlov. Lance Cade beats Mantar. Um, And as of right now, Balls Mahoney. What is more embarrassing, being being Santa Claus or having to do that whole thing with the cowboy hats that you did with Indian Persia and um, the other guy? whose name I can't remember now, Duke Hudson. It might be Dexter Loomis. That might be more embarrassing than having to be the wrestling Santa Claus on TV in the 90s. Uh, Stevie Ray versus Vladimir Kozlov. I'm giving that to Stevie Ray. Mantar versus Dexter Loomis. Oh, my goodness. I It's got to be Mantar. So... Our battle for last place in this bracket, which still gives you 160th place overall, a spot above current NXT champion Braun Breaker. Um, Is it Kozlov or is it Dexter Loomis? I think Dexter Loomis does win that. So Vladimir Kozlov is at 160. Dexter Loomis is at 159. This clearly isn't perfect. Omos is 165, Wardlow is 164, Braun Breaker is 161, then Kozlov and Loomis. Clearly, we should be tweaking these things again. We're not gonna. We're done. But we should. Uh, and then Stevie Ray versus Mantar. I, I can't. I can do many things. I cannot give Stevie Ray the win over Mantar. I can't. Stevie Ray has never eaten salad with his hands that I know of and gotten his picture in WWE magazine or WWF magazine. All right. Dijak versus Buchanan. At this moment, Buchanan has had the better career. Lance Cade beats Balls Mahoney. Uh, I will give Dijak the win over Balls Mahoney. So Dijak will be 155. Seven spots or six spots ahead of Braun Breaker. And then I'm giving Bull Buchanan the win over Lance Cade. So Lance Cade is 153. All right, our bottom eight is done. I'm not even bothering writing it on the paper. I'm just putting it in the document, and that's okay. Eric versus Pierre Carl Ouellette. Thanks for coming, Eric. You're very good. You are not Pierre Carl Ouellette. You have never been a pirate. Unless you want to make the argument that Vikings technically are pirates just in terms of the pillaging and the treasure and all of that. You can make that case. Uh, Sean O'Hare versus Albert. I'm going to ride the Sean O'Hare train likely until the next round where he'll lose to PCO. But I'm going to keep riding that train. Um, So he's going to be Albert. I said it earlier. I stand by it. Bull Dempsey beats Dick Murdoch, this is my tournament, and I make the rules. L.A. Park versus Nikolai Volkov. As much as we love Nikolai Volkov, and we do, L.A. Park had a career that lasted um, at least from the 90s when I first became aware of him. Who knows how long ago he started. He could have been wrestling in the 80s and was still wrestling in the twenty late 2010s, early 2020s as part of... Um, MLW. You know, Nikolai Volkov had a long career, too, including wearing a ridiculous sort of, like, cosmonaut headpiece thing in the early 80s. Uh, But I will give the win to L.A. Park. Volkov will take on Otis, which would be a fascinating matchup. Uh, Damian Priest defeats Jerry Sags. Jerry Sags will be ahead of Brian Nobbs, which isn't right again. Clearly, this is an imperfect tournament. Uh, Umaga beats Chris Hero without much trouble. Uh, Demolition Smasher Rampage Brown. I apologize to Glenn and all the fans of Rampage Brown, but Barry Darso is in this tournament. He's going to do well. And, oh, Savio Vega versus Bob Orton. I really like Savio Vega. 
the fact that he wrestled as Quang in recent memory is just a delightful thing that I feel is just for me. It really was just for me that that happened. But probably Bob Orton is the right answer. Whether or not Bob Orton can defeat Barry Darso, we will have to see. Semifi are the quarterfinals. PCO and Sean O'Hare. Bull Dempsey in L.A. Park. Damian Priest versus Ooh, Maga. Bob Orton versus Smash. Let us go in back into the consolations. We've done our ceremonial hitting of the uh, pop filter, which means this is a true episode of DDT, or not DDT, that is a different show. This is a true episode of Hoss Fight. I, I have to give Savio Vega the win over Powerhouse Hobbs. I have to. Powerhouse Hobbs will have a very good career, and in five years, this may look very silly that I gave Savio Vega the win, but right now, better Hoss. Um, I shall give Nakanishi the win over Rampage Brown. Rampage Brown, bad luck in the brackets. Going for, who'd you wrestle in the first round? Davy Boy Smith Jr. And then wrestling, what am I doing? And then wrestling Barry Darso and then Nakanishi. Bad luck. Uh, although bad luck follows later in the bracket. Uh, Mike Enos versus Chris Hero. I want it to be Mike Enos, but again, I will give Chris Hero the win there. But I don't hold out, hold out a lot of hope that he's going to make it much further. Uh, Ken Patera versus Jerry Sags. We'll give that to Ken Patera. Otis and Nikolai Volkov. Nikolai Volkov never won money in the bank. I don't know that Nikolai Volkov ever won any gold. No, he did. How, how silly of me to have forgot. I was going to say, I don't know if he won gold. He is a former WWF tag team champion with the Iron Sheik, which that alone means I'm giving the win to Volkov. That was a great team. Uh, Waylon Mercy is going to beat Dick Murdoch. Apologies to the Dick Murdoch fans. This was never going to be your night. Uh, I'm going to say Albert beats Davy Boy Smith, calling an audible there. It started to write Davy Boy's name, changed my mind. Uh, but I do think Eric beats Bad Luck Fale. So let's do this next group of eight. Hobbs versus Rampage Brown. Got to be Rampage. Mike Enos versus Jerry Sags. Battle of two primarily tag team wrestlers. I think Jerry Sags probably has had the better career. We'll give him the win. I'm giving Otis the win over Dick Murdoch. You just 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 plug your ears. All right. Give me give me 90 seconds to get Murdoch ranked and then you never have to be disappointed again. Uh Davy Boy Smith beats Bad Luck Folly. So, Hobbs or Enos, I'm going to say Mike Enos. I'm going to say Mike Enos is right now or yeah. Mike Enos, yeah, I'm going to say it. Mike Enos is, is currently a better Hoss. Give Hobbs another year or two with some big-time matches and big-time moments to show off that power. The things change. Um, I will give Dick Murdoch the win over Bad Luck Fale. How's that? And I'll even give uh, Dick Murdoch the win over Mike Enos. So he'll win that group of four. So it'll go Murdoch, Enos... And then Hobbs or Folly, we will give Bad Luck Folly will be 152. Powerhouse Hobbs is 151. Let's remember he wasn't even in the tournament when it started. Um, he's ahead of Braun Breaker, just in the terms of the way things go. Mike Enos, Dick Murdoch, barely but technically makes the top 150 at 149. Uh, Rampage versus Jerry Sags. That's got to be Rampage. Otis versus Davy Boy Smith Jr. We'll give that to Davy Boy. So Otis versus Jerry Sags. I'm giving that one to Otis. And a rematch. Rampage Brown versus Davy Boy Smith. I gave Rampage the win in the first meeting. I'll change it up. Let's give Davy Boy the win in the second meeting. Davy Boy comes in at 145. I believe we need to do one, two, three, four. 
Yep. We need to do another round of consolations. Nakanishi beats Savio Vega. Ken Patera beats Chris Hero. Waylon Mercy beats Nikolai Volkov. Albert beats Eric of the Viking Raiders. So we have this little group of four. Vega versus Hero and Volkov versus Eric. Let's go with Vega and Volkov to get a battle of the V's in their final. Chris Hero versus Eric. I'll give it to Chris Hero. I don't like it, but it probably makes the most sense. But I am going to have Savio Vega defeat Nikolai Volkov. Savio Vega finishing the tournament at 141. <sighs> Thanks for being with me. I like having you here. Uh, PCO beat Sean O'Hare. It, it has to happen. Um, we love Sean O'Hare. It has to happen. Uh, Bull Dempsey beats L.A. Park. That's not even a question. Umaga beats Damian Priest. Also not a question. And this is the question. Bob Orton or Smash? To me, it's Barry Darso. It has to be. He was a blacktop bully. He played golf. He was a repo man. Bob Orton did none of that stuff. Bob Orton had a cast. That was his only gimmick. A cast and a cowboy hat. Yeah, you took the bounty to help try to injure Ric Flair back in, you know, mid-Atlantic wrestling, and that was cool. But you didn't wrestle on the back of a flatbed truck. Come on. Smash wins. Uh, <laughs> so, PCO versus Bull Dempsey, Umaga versus Smash. There's our semifinal. Um, Sean O'Hare beats Nakanishi in my book. Ken Patera beats L.A. Park. Waylon Mercy and Damian Priest, that would be a fantastic match. That'd be real, real good. Um... You know, Punishment Martinez had a decent career. Damian Priest has had a couple of WrestleMania moments. Is that enough to beat one half of the skyscrapers? No, it's not. Danny Spivey wins, and I'll have Bob Orton beat Albert. So, another group of four. Nakanishi, L.A. Park, Damian Priest, Albert. Nakanishi beats L.A. Park. Albert beats Priest. I hope Priest... I hope this leads to what I'm hoping this leads to, if that makes sense. Uh, Damian Priest is going to finish last in this group of four at 140. L.A. Park is at 139. Albert is at 138. And Manabu Nakanishi Kurosawa, the man won... I, let's look it up now, just because I want to remember... Oh, man. Look at that. This is, it's total hoss. You see the, just the look. Uh, let's see. Championships. One-time IWGP champion. Three-time tag champion. Six-man champion. Um, won G1 Climax. Won the Young Lion Cup. Wasn't he U.S. champion in WCW? Was he not? I feel like he was. Anyways. And it had a legit mixed martial arts career of, you know, one one match that he lost, um, and then had a kickboxing record, one match that he lost. But still, that's still pretty good. Uh, Nakanishi wins. All right, we got to do another consolation group. Sean O'Hare beats Ken Patera. Waylon Mercy beats Bob Orton. I can hear Jeremy shaking his head. You knew what you were getting into. Uh, Ken Patera versus Bob Orton. We give that to Bob Orton. Ken Patera is at 136. Bob Orton is at 135. Semifinals. PCO beats Bull Dempsey, and it's not even close. All right, Bull Dempsey had a hell of a run, but it just wasn't meant to be. Umaga beats Smash. Same thing. Barry Darso, hell of a run. Not meant to be. PCO and Umaga in the final. You can't argue with that. You think Bob Orton deserved better? I accept that. You think Ken Patera deserved better? I accept that. You cannot argue with a final of PCO and Umaga, though. That's a very good final and would have been an amazing match to see. 
Sean O'Hare and Barry Darso. Oh, I'm mean to myself. This is hard. All these these match. Both of these are hard. Uh, Sean O'Hare and Smash. It's got to be Smash. You know, I love the idea of Sean O'Hare more than I actually love Sean O'Hare. Barry Darso, tremendous for Crusher Darso to all the way through. Um, Smash wins. Waylon Mercy versus Bull Dempsey. I gotta give it to Dempsey. I have to, okay? I have to. He was like he was my profile picture for the first what year and a half, maybe, of of being on Twitter. <sighs> Loved him so much. Um, so Sean O'Hare versus Waylon Mercy. Very interesting mix. We will give that one to Danny Spivey. What am I doing? What my computer my uh oh. My Chromebook had a bit of a freak out. Probably. I eat food and use the mouse, and I don't think you're supposed to do that either way. Uh, Dan Spivey beats Sean O'Hare. Dan Spivey's at 133. Uh, Bull Dempsey, as much as I love him, cannot beat Barry Darso in all of his iterations. So Barry Darso comes in at 131. And in our final battle... Winner becomes 129. Here, we're about halfway home. We actually are halfway home. PCO versus Umaga. We love Umaga, uh, but PCO has wrestled for decades and is still uh, a big part of the wrestling world, and I love it, and he wins. PCO defeats Umaga, winning the 10-9s and finishing at 120. Nine. We started with 260 with the Harris brothers. We're now halfway done. We've still got a lot of big names. I think at this point, yes, I think at this point we have to abandon the bigger episodes with the two sets of brackets with 32 names. I think at this point we got to really dig in here. We got... Some serious names in the eights. Big John Studd, Hercules, Killer Cross, Amish Roadkill, Dick Slater, The Barbarian, Brody King, um, Abdullah the Butcher. Let's give those 16 guys our entire attention for that episode. And we have eight more episodes to go until we have determined. I'm DC Matthews at DT Matthews. Let's just end it. Let's just go. Until we determine... The hossiest toss to whatever host. I'll see you the next time these big meaty men slap that meat. <laughs>